What's in the queue? 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 Now, I, I had had some lofty intentions of getting up at 7, re-watching the documentary, taking notes, yada, yada, yada. That didn't happen. I mean, this one isn't like a whole lot of particulars. It's not. Plus, there's a lot of rage. <laughs> I will say, before we discuss all of my rage issues... Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the last day for steel apparatus this month at the circus oh. class that I'm taking. So like the last of the hoops and the tippy hoops and trapeze and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. God. Like, I can't. It's just, it's fun. It's so much fun. And that's why I like, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. God, everything hurts right now. Yeah. I want to take a quick moment and show you the wreath that will be hanging on my door. Tell me all about it. I know! Oh my god. <laughs> it's all things creepy and dead and spider webs. And the flowers have eyeballs. <gasps> of course they do. <gasps> oh my god. My friend is has made this for me. Okay. And, I mean, I did threaten her about the spiders, which she most definitely ignored. So I told her, yeah. I was like, if there's spiders on it, I'm going to throw it to the ground and stomp on it. But you didn't. I mean, I, it's not in my possession yet, so the jury's still out. Um, but Do you need a strong, independent woman to come remove the spiders for you once you get it? I just, I, it's going to be okay. Yeah. But I super heart this purple glitter skull um oh damn it that reminds me damn it because i went to michael's yes uh to get some yarn for a project because i'm now a crocheter (laughs) whatever um but they've got all their halloween decor out yes and i bought us two skull mugs that (gasps) i forgot to put our wine in so for next week's recording, remind me. <laughs> they're technically labeled as candy dishes, but if you put wine, in, <laughs> if you put wine in something, it's it's a cup, so it's fine. You can put wine in anything. Yeah, anything. Right. Right. Like, I mean, that's just free thinking. Yeah. And that's not you know putting limits on yourself. Exactly. It's pushing through to find your best self and your best life. Exactly. Wine I mean, in a skull cup. It's fine. Life is what you make it. Mm. We can pretend like we're drinking out of the skulls of our enemies. Yes. Oh, there's too many. (laughs) (laughs) Don't list them because that's premeditation, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Emily. (laughs) I didn't say I was going to kill the guy. I just said he got happy that he was shot. We're just... it's, (laughs) It's... how you doing? There's a treat in store for anybody who can recall how many times Emily has said she was glad about this. Mm. I, uh, I, I need myself today. I, mean, I need you too, but <laughs> I need oh, myself. You, you hurt your knee. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever shinned yourself? You know. Oh, you yeah. Your shin. And then you make it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had like a pre kneeing that should have warned me 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, it was the back of a U-Haul truck and the hitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like kind of overextended the knee at first and I was like okay watch out for the hitch and then like three minutes <laughs> later I was like Hablakel! I did not watch out for the hitch <laughs> yeah uh we we're kind of laughing because you know I did that the husband's got like a major knot in his back and then my cousin thought she broke her elbow all all within about you know a 15 minute time span I was like yep we're a solid family it's good good that's good, fine good good good, good. Our emergency contacts should not be each other there, because... There's a whole triangle there of do not call each other. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah. So I'm wondering what I did to deserve a kneeing. Is it because you laughed every time I brought up that one guy that got shot? <laughs> Just like that right there? Possibly. <laughs> I'm bringing you down with I'm me. I'm going to fall off this chair next. <laughs> um, this... Is what's in the queue? That scared me. But this is Krishan and Emily, and we are in my closet still. We uh, forever. We survived our podcast anniversary. I still need to load that up. <laughs> Did it sound okay? Oh yeah, no, everything's fine. Cut out a little, cut out a couple things here and there, but yeah, we're good. Yes, I am so happy. Our fiftieth is done and in the books and it made me like think of like all different random other podcasts that we could possibly pull out of our bums that didn't involve watching and taking notes of things oh my god (sighs) like i thought maybe one fun one which happened to me while i was watching solo again (laughs) i was like (laughs) uh and, and cried again at that one spot remember that one spot. You know I the still spot. cried. You know the exact spot. Don't don't question that. You know the spot. <laughs> if you don't, you have no soul. Moving on. I thought, wouldn't it be fun to come up with really complex questions about Star Wars and just like pop quiz Emily? Uh, yeah. No. Emily. No. Because here's the funny part. My thought process went further, and I was like, I'm going to think that they're complex, hard questions, and you're going to be like, Dantooine, duh. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, we might do something. I'm going. Okay. But today, we're going to be our best selves. I have already started selling off all my priceless antiques. All my baby teeth. I've sold all my underwear because I am going to make a date with Destiny and go see Tony Robbins. He's not our guru. God. All right. Now let's talk about this. (laughs) So. (laughs) Wait. Hold up. Yeah. I got to do my one thing. Tony Robbins' clients swear by his unorthodox life coaching methods. A revealing film goes behind the curtain as this annual mega event. Carry on. The 2014 documentary from director Joe Berlinger. Uh, it's Tony Robbins. I am not your guru. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get excited about talking about it now. I am so pumped. I am so amped. I am living my best self. 
Well, obviously you're not if you want to go see this guy. <laughs> um, I had feelings. No. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll discuss feelings closer to the end. So I am going to fake it till I make it with excitement about this documentary. Um, Tony Robbins, he's he's a self help guy. Like I think a lot. I think most everybody has heard of him, mm-hmm. seen him. He's a big dude. Uh, he likes to talk real loud and use foul language and really snap you out of your thought train, of your thought process, of, of those little thoughts that keep you in your head mm-hmm. to get you to solve your own problems. Yeah. Like, I, I do like him. Yeah. I do like, I, I like a lot of his ideas. Yeah. I just... I don't like his clapping. You do not like his clapping. I, um, I don't. It reminds me of that one gif of Nicole Kidman at the Academy Awards. Yes. There was there was just a thing where and and Tony Robbins is but it's it's all clapping with this ridge right at the bottom of your fingers. There's probably a scientific name but I don't remember what it is right now. I'm surprised my, at you, Emily. Mine are so calloused from all the from the steel what? bars uh, circus. No, I'm serious. Like I, I did a pull up today. So fuck off. <laughs> I've never done a pull up. I had neither. <laughs> um, but he claps at like the base of his fingers, and and we had a very serious text discussion about this. Serious. We had an extensive text discussion about his clapping. Um, I I I'm under the impression that the way he claps that way because like his microphone is he has one of those earpiece microphones and when he claps he's got his hands up in front of his face because he's really excited and i don't i genuinely don't think he's actually clapping i think he is going through the motion and it 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 looks weird because he's stopping himself from a full clap i have a different perspective on this clapping (laughs) i think he has such a thunderous clap that he would shatter his own fingers if his fingers actually made contact together. A cone of destruction. His Emanates hands. from his hands, scalding the first six rows in sound waves. Exactly. <laughs> um, funny story, there's a bear in my Dungeons and Dragons group. It, he's a companion for this one chick. And he's got thunder paws. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. What does she do with that bear on her own? Well, actually, the bear is so charming that he landed two farm girls on his own, stealing the farm girls from boyfriend Joe's character, because he was trying to hook up with these these NPC farm girls, and the bear had had such a higher charisma rating than Joe's character that the bear got the girls, and that is a true story, and you can ask Joe about that if you ever meet him, listeners. <laughs> I have so many... Questions and concerns. Uh, I think an intervention is going to happen. <laughs> None of that is real. That was sure is fun. Um, I don't know. His hands are like the equivalent to like a size seventeen men's shoe. I feel like they're the most ginormous snossages on the face of the earth. He is, I, I'm pretty sure he's like, what, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, somewhere around there. I, I thought it was like 
12 feet. <laughs> well, you know, he he's basically the same size as my dad. Like my dad mm-hmm. was that tall. So for me, since I grew up with my dad yeah. being six foot eight, like anybody who's shorter than six, eight, six foot eight is just short. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be six foot eight to be average height for me. And so like looking at him, I was like, oh yeah, it's just an average dude. And then he would walk in the crowd and be like, oh no, no. no. Well, and I'm happy for his sake that his voice matches his ginormousness because if he had a smaller voice, it would not, he would not be where he is today. Can you please read for the listeners this, this note right here? It starts right here at Tony. Tony Robbins sounds exactly like Alex Jones. Tony Robbins, <laughs> while I admit has much better things to say than Alex Jones, Tony Robbins and Alex Jones have the exact same voice. Just picture six foot eight Tony Robbins seal clapping up on the stage talking about interventional child monsters. Because they have the exact same voice. I was gonna say that. You've ruined him. I was gonna save that for the end. I was gonna save that for the end of the recording. But because I didn't want to ruin him this quickly. But nope, 13 minutes in and I've ruined it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Wow. Okay. So. Should we talk about Date with Destiny? Let, I mean, yeah. Let's just a little quick Tony Robbins anyways. Um, he did not have the greatest of childhoods by his account. Um, he talks about his mom, although saying, you know, that she definitely loved him. Um, she was so fearful of him leaving that she was very self-destructive for herself and for him and other bad things, which made him go, you know what? I'm done with this cycle in my family. I am going to be bigger, better, stronger, faster. Yeah. All those things. Um, so Like we said, you know, he's known around the world. Uh, He travels 12 countries a year, seeing over 200,000 people each year. Um, But once a year, he does the date with Destiny. um, And that is in Miami um, with a cheap, cheap, low, 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 low cost of only $4,995. You can spend six days, 12 hours a day with Tony Robbins and 25 other 2500 other people uh purging all your demons and becoming your best self. Well, okay. When you first told me the price. Yep. About this, I was like, well that does seem high, but then I started breaking it down. It is it is 6 days and nights in a hotel. Yeah. I'm, all your food is included. Yeah, I figured it was kind of like all inclusive. Yeah, they like, get packets. I mean, you get shit. You obviously get a poster board and a bunch of markers. Definitely. Uh, you get a big notebook binder. You get a big binder. notebook. I think you get copies of his books. I think his audio stuff. I, like, I'm you, sure you're buying that stuff. Could be. Yeah. You're definitely buying t-shirts. You're definitely getting the chance to get some of his sweat on you. Yes. Um, for him to talk extremely close to you. Very close. He will definitely be inside your bubble. Well, and one of the things he makes sure to, to say many times is that he uses 
taboo language and I would say some taboo behaviors, like yeah. referencing the, the close proximity yeah. of speaking. He uses that to snap you out of the thought train that you're on. Yes. And and just stop everything. Yeah. And get you to focus on him. Yeah. And it works. I mean, he uses a lot of classic, like, therapy techniques, um, meditation techniques, um, motivator techniques that, I mean, have yeah. been around forever. Um, I heard that. Gary! Oh my gosh, we have a, a rare Gary sighting in the studio. Hi! You're not staying in here, you noisy asshole. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get the door latch, did we? Yeah. Do you want to lick Krishana? Yeah. I didn't even get to see you when I came in. I know. Okay. All right. All right bye. Okay. bye. No. Okay. Right. We'll all go take him out real quick. Let's see. Okay, so we were uh, motivator techniques. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the traditional motivation techniques that plenty of other people, all the self-help and all that stuff. I, I don't believe he's actually a licensed therapist. I don't know what his credentials I, yeah, are I, I other look. than, eh, it's worked in the past, let's keep going. Yeah. Um, I noticed a lot of Socratic method with yeah. a bit of Foucault's writing in there as well. I don't know what the fuck you just said. Socratic method is basically, uh, Socrates had this way of just continually asking questions. Right. And it was, you know, ask a question... Uh, get an answer which leads to another question which you get an answer which leads to another question and that was his way of discussing philosophy in the forums and stuff like that and then Foucault, Foucault um, was I believe a 20th century French philosopher who his main his main areas of study were actually looking at schools and prisons and hospitals and questioning uh, why societies do the things they do the way they do it. So why, so, you know, extrapolating this further, like why a person does a thing the way they do it. Well, it's because they're a product of their society. Well, why does a society do that? Well, but they do it because of this, but why did they do that? And it's getting down to the why of the thing. Dang girl, you fancy. Love you, babe. The more you know. <laughs> um, so basically you're going to spend these six days, 12 hour days, um, Working on yourself and, and going, um, sorry, he, uh, he says, uh, he's certain of one thing that he was not going to carry on his cycle and he created Tony and he lives it. He's unstoppable, um, as far as his drive and all that stuff. So basically he's going to do that for you or help you to do that. And he does say throughout this, he's like, I mean, you don't have to take my word. I'm not forcing anyone. I'm trying to point out, you still have to make the choice. And you can't just come to this and then nothing afterwards. Yeah. You have to have a plan. You have to work it. You have to keep going with it. And, I mean, setting aside the whole, like, party and sure and all the things, you know, like I made the comment to the husband, like, I'm like, well, this is church. I mean, it's like how church is now. It is. The, the music to set the mood for what he's speaking about and everything is a, this production well, and, and it's meant to move worship, you and all that that's stuff. That's how worship used to be until yeah. the Catholics got their hands on it. Yeah. Like, like worshiping divinity was... Mm -hmm. you know a communal experience with music with yeah. uh you know sometimes 
with materials to get you into altered states in mm-hmm. order to experience the gods. Then the Catholics happen, but whatever. But no, but it is it, the use of music in his seminars is a way of manifesting energy in mm-hmm. the crowd. Mm-hmm. And as he says, he feeds off of that energy to then give the energy back to yeah. the crowd, which the crowd then gives back to him, which he then gives back to the crowd. Like yeah. it is this whole cycle of energy giving yeah. and getting. And I will say, as far as like a lot of these like self help people that I've seen throughout my life. By all appearance, he seems the most legit to me as far as not the, like, I'm the only way. I'm the, like that actual guru type thing. I agree. I do agree 100%. And that's how I went into watching it was like, he's self-help, you know. Another cult leader. Buy my book. Buy my book. And this, you know, $5,000 price tag to go, you know, I'm yeah. like, geez, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now. I did really like hearing the thoughts, like that whole, his whole process of getting to whatever it is for whoever. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about some of the people. Um, but basically, you know, it's work harder on yourself than anyone else. Um, and the date with destiny is to uncover what beliefs control so you can redesign yourself. Yeah, that Gary's definitely going to pick up. We'll leave it in. It's fine. Gary. Shush. Um, it's breaking the patterns to claim why you are the way you are. Um, because then that's truly learning, truly healing, and being able to move forward. Yeah. All these things are true. Do you need to go to Tony Robbins' event to learn these things? No. No. But he does say this date with destiny seminar is for the hungry yeah it is for the ones who have tried everything else and mm-hmm. nothing else has worked and they they need a reset yes like you have to be hungry and and i think that may be why the first time i watched the documentary i just i hated everyone and everything <laughs> with the with a couple exceptions i had a couple people that mm-hmm. i was cool with but for the most part like it, it took me two viewings of the documentary to realize, well, I'm I'm not the person that Tony's talking to. Right. Because I am, I am not hungry in my life like these people are. Yeah. I am satisfied with my personal progress, mm-hmm. with the progress of my personal relationships with those around me. I right. am happy with those. Right. I am doing the work that I need to do. Yeah. At least I feel that I'm doing the work. Right. You know. Um, I could be way wrong. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I, and, and going back to the whole idea of it being like church, that's why a lot of people go to church is that sense of community and that sense of like, this is my time to get that feeling that, um, togetherness to basically like feeding that at oneness with God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, Hey, if that stuff works for you and it helps you go and get, keep on doing what you're doing. Um, it's not for everybody. It's not. And you know, same with, same with church. A lot of people go to church, walk out and do all their, all the things that they're supposedly not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still on you at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but. He talks about, you know, uh, for an example of, um, 
people say, oh, it took me 10 years to make this change. And he's like, really what it was is it took 10 years for them to finally go, that's it. I'm done. So yeah. that change actually happened in an instant. And that, and that's the theme for day one. Day mm-hmm. one is uh, preparation day. And it, it says our entire life changes in a moment. Yes. And he said he's done this date with Destiny 74 times within 25 years. It's exhausting. That's I mean, exhausting. at least it's only a week at a time. Yeah. And and he had, he tells everyone in the audience straight up, he's like, you are going to have to draw on reserves of energy that you have never drawn on before. Yeah. And if you, you can do it, anybody yeah. can do anything for six days, but it's going to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in day one, he's looking for that force that controls your every thought and action. Um and to go just beyond what the problem is, um, you know, just your whatever I think I need to change about myself. Well, why do you think you need to change those things? And that's where we meet our first share, Sienna. She was a 19-year-old. Um, she said, you know, oh, I want to change my diet. Well, why do you want to change? Because I'm not eating right. I'm not eating the right times a day. And a very such a very surface thing that I was like, okay. That, so. That's why you paid $5,000. Yeah, you paid $5,000 for that? I don't think so. Um, but if she doesn't eat right, she doesn't feel respected, and then, and then she doesn't have respect for herself, and then so then she eats, right? Okay, so why does she want to die? Because she wants to find love. And he keeps pushing. He keeps going further back. Okay, but why? But why? But why? That's that Socratic method yeah. with a little bit of Foucault thrown in. Yeah. Um, and it and then he asks this question, you know, out of your parents, whose love did you crave more? And I thought it was very good that he did make the distinction of not, not who, who you do you love, love more, more yeah. but whose did you want more? Who did you crave? And it was the dad, you know, because um, she had to basically, in order to get love, she had to ignore his bad behavior, such as substance abuse. Um, and then it took me a second to wrap my head around what he was saying like when Tony starts going you need to not just um claim you know blame him for all the bad but you need to blame him for all the good yeah and I for a second I was like so we're gonna let go of all the bad crap nope no we're not but we're gonna say because of this bad stuff, I became this. And it's really to help you as opposed to them. Exactly. But it does have this funny way of helping them too. Well, and again, using not, this isn't exactly taboo language, but Mm -hmm. manipulating the language in a way that makes your brain stop and have to double think about something. To think twice, double think is not good because that's a 1984 term. To think twice about something. Listen, we're living in 1984. We don't need to talk about it right now. We'll deal with that later. Okay. But it makes your brain stop and have to think twice about something about, wait, what? Oh, you want me to? Oh. Right. Breakthrough. Yeah. And I actually, like, I super liked that because I'm like, yeah, because there's a lot of people that just go, well, I'm this way because of this. And And I had a fucked up childhood and I do drugs. Yeah. And yeah. Which guess what? That was not the first time that that was told to me or that I heard it within a therapy setting. Interesting. In a different way. 
Okay. It was just said in a different way. And I was like, oh, hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. I did yeah. know that. I did know that. Well, and there is a common theme in this entire seminar of living with intention. Yep. Living with gratitude. Yeah. Adjusting your perception to see the intention and the gratitude. Right. And I think that was the biggest thing, like, to look past what they were doing as far as the whole like circus of it all and the right. production of it all. Oh, I have because, questions about production. Yeah, the later. production thing get, you know, is a lot of things that make me go, yeah. Mm, yeah. Cuz either I'm so I'm totally getting sucked in mm-hmm. and I'm like mm, 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 or I'm like get away from me. Right. I don't have any middle ground. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to turn off the production part so I could actually focus on what he was trying to say and is this just a kitschy gimmick with no actual substance or value to it. Right. And there was a lot of substance and value there in there. Was. In there. It's needed it's to get just in. not necessarily for yeah. me that I needed. Right. Right. And you might be more one that's like, Oh, I'm going to pick up this book about <laughs> some sort of right. blah, blah, blah. It may be specific to whatever you're specifically looking I'm gonna at. I'm going to go watch a Star Wars movie and discuss the living versus the cosmic force and how my place fits into it. Because I am one with the force and the force is with me. Um, Do you think you could carry on therapy sessions only using Star Wars references? Yes, I can. Fantastic. Uh, my favorite line from the, little, from the little bit with Sienna and her mom, uh, Jane, was... Uh, his quote, your biggest problem is that you think you shouldn't have any. Yes, I loved that. Like, that was some good shit right there. Yes. Because, and this is going to carry on into most of the people that we talk about. Yep. Most people, if they could just pull their heads out of their asses for two seconds, mm-hmm. they will see that everyone has problems. And right. we're all fucking dealing with it the best we can. Right. Most of us are dealing with it the best that we can. Well, and it, it it's kind of like that make or break you that, you know, are you well, going to let it defeat you? Did it you kill you? It? Yeah. Did you die? But did you die? <laughs> um, and I like the um, life is happening to us instead of life happening for us. Like the scenarios. Wait, I thought you know, it was backwards. No. Oh, okay. We think that life is just happening to us instead of life is happening but for us. But life is happening for us. And yeah. That's, okay. Got yeah. it. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read Did it I wrong. say it so, weird? No, I, I, I heard it weird. And I really like that, too, because, it, I mean, it's basically saying the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's just that, like, yeah, like, you know, when life hands you lemons, you make a margarita. Yes. You know, I was going to go with lemon meringue, but yes. Yes. Also, um, you know, so it's like, it's still the, those same things, but hitting you in a different way because I, you know, everybody's tired of hearing those same life, Andrew, don't cry over spilt milk kind of things. Right. It's still the same things. It's, it's just still true. Taking them on a different plane. Yeah. Um, so then we move into day two evaluation day. Um, and this is where we meet Hallie or Haley or Hallie. Let's say Hallie. I like Hallie. I mean, I don't um, like Hallie. Well, I do not like Hallie. Hallie is another one of those that I just want her to pull her head out of her ass. Yeah. Um, she says, well, it, in Tony's way, it comes mm-hmm. out 
that Hallie was taught by her father that she's a princess who never has to work for love. Mm -hmm. So again, uh, her biggest problem is that she thinks she shouldn't have any. Yeah. Um, and she treats her partners, uh, like crap. Mm -hmm. If they at all remove their love from her, she doesn't work for it. She just removes their, her love. Yeah. Or she doesn't get as much love as she thinks she deserves. Exactly. Yeah, like a pretty, pretty princess. And I <laughs> I like the part when she was, like, crying and she's, like, talking about how great her daddy is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that motherfucker fucked you up. And I she's was like, like, everybody in the room was like, what? Huh? Not father. Um, Basically, day two kind of ends with Hallie calling her boyfriend and breaking up with him in the conference. On speakerphone. On speakerphone. With the microphone. How do you get 2,500 people to shut up? That was the most amazing thing. I was like... That was not a single person uh-uh. made a peep during that phone call. Yeah. Now, they didn't have the audio from the boyfriend. I'm sure he did not sign whatever release or waiver necessary to yeah. use his voice. Yeah. But I wouldn't either. 2,499 other people. Silent. Yes. How awesome! That was yeah, that's that was how. Cool. If you ever need twenty five hundred people to shut up simultaneously, be like, Break "Hey, up with your boyfriend. I'm going to call my boyfriend on speakerphone with this microphone, and I'm going to dump him." Okay, 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 okay. Um, day yeah. three is Discovery, Discovery Day. day. We all get what we tolerate. It's true. It is true. Um, and before day three officially kicks off. Uh, you know, the behind the scenes aspect of it. You see a lot of, you know, his prepping each morning and getting ready for this whole week and stuff like that. Um, And they're talking about red flag people and it's people who need a little extra assistance, a little kind of keep an eye on them because these are people that have come with some pretty severe trauma that's happened in their life um, or they're pretty close on the edge of wanting to commit suicide. Right. So they're kind of people that like his staff of, I equate it to, um, summer camps, guidance counselors. Yeah. They, kind they of, had a camp counselor. They, they had like, um, uh, a team lead feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like team leaders and counselors that when you break the 2,500 people up into the smaller, into smaller groups. groups of like 25 or something, which still seems like a large group to just purge your demons in front of. But yeah. I mean, sure. Okay. Now I, I'll say this on a smaller level. I did. I took the Dale Carnegie course through our work and that was the public speaking one, right? Yes. I will say it was very much a therapy session for most all of us. Wow. Okay. And it was really nice. And I, I will not ever share what happened in there because no. that's like, that was our thing. It was like our own little, uh, therapy club. It yeah. was, it, but it was really beautiful. So taking people that none of us really knew each other, um, for the most part and breaking up into these groups and the things that, you know, we all like, we all went most of us not being good at public speaking in the first place. Okay. Um, and then to be sharing such, you know, close personal things, it was, it was really nice. And you shed, you shed all that shyness, like it's gone, you know, especially once that first person opens and you're like, okay, 
And bad. everybody's safe. Everybody's love. Everybody, you know, it yeah. was really, really good. That's good. So I, I, I got that feel, and I, you know, it was kind of the same thing. Um, day three um, is when we meet Dawn or Soul. Okay. This is awful. Uh, like I buckets, 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 buckets cried. I had goosebumps the whole time she was talking. Yeah. Um, Dawn was raised in the children of God. And if you have never heard of the children of God, I would recommend, I know we talk about last podcast on the left, go back Mm -hmm. and listen. They've got a two part series Mm -hmm. on children of God, short story, short version of it. David Berg, one of those asshole fucking gurus who is, you know, the only path to enlightenment, Mm -hmm. um, came out of the sixties and seventies, uh, gathering up burned out hippies who didn't find celestial at one minute with drugs and turned them into Jesus freaks, turned them like, turned them into, you know, those people that like stand out on the street and hand you flyers for God and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like he turned them into that, which then turned into, well, uh, we should express our love of God and of each other sexually. And that's going to start when, um, you're age six uh, everyone's going to have sex with everyone and that's how you show God your love and that's how you show your family your love and uh, I'm going to write a whole bunch of like missives and, and letters and I'm going to call myself Moses now and oh I'm going to raise my son to be a messiah and then oh oops my kid went and killed a bunch of people because I raised him as a messiah so he thought that he could do no wrong but he was severely fucked up and traumatized because he'd been having sex since he was six it's a really fucked up group, guys. It's a really fucked up group. There is a doc on Netflix, and you and I have talked about possibly doing it. It's so rough. It's like, a I very haven't seen rough the documentary, doc. it's a, it's... but just knowing what I know, knowing the history of this cult, it's a fucking cult, guys. Oh, it big is a It is still in cult. operation around the world. Yes, and Dawn is evidence of that. Dawn's 26, I think mm-hmm. she says, in 2014 when this documentary is being filmed, and... Growing up in Brazil, growing up in this cult, watching her family abuse each other and being being abused by everyone else in the community, she is just tired. Mm-hmm. She's so tired of having to be the strong one, of having to be the light for everyone else that is fucked up in her life, mm-hmm. that she is suicidal. Mm-hmm. She came to this. She came to this sem- seminar suicidal. She literally sold all of her belongings just to come to this as yeah. basically her last resort. Either this was going to help her change, or she's done. Or she was done. Yeah. Um, and it was extremely moving. Her story. The whole room um, was crying, including Tony. Um, you can watch. Like I watched him go from. Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. this persona, right? To you know, like you know, she was taught, you know, before she really opened up about being from the children of God, you know, just oh, you know, I've had a lot on me, and he's like, oh, you're only twenty six. You, you can deal with you 30 can more fucking years do more. Yeah. Don't give me. And then when she starts doing, you see his eyes, his whole face, like just drop, and the tears well up within him. And you can see, I mean, I feel like he was actually really moved. I don't feel like it was a sales pitch. It's not a sales pitch, but Tony Robbins is a mirror. Yeah. Tony Robbins is a mirror of whoever he oh, is definitely. interviewing. And I think he even meant, he yeah. may have mentioned that. But whatever you're giving him, 
Yeah. He's going to hold it right back to you. So if you're, if like with fucking Hallie. Yeah. Princess, uh, fairy tale chick. Yeah. She's bringing this like bullshit attitude. So he brings it right back to her. And then Dawn, Dawn is here with this pain and, and feeling broken. Mm -hmm. And Tony holds this mirror up to her to show her her strength and not like a physical mirror, but yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. metaphorically like holds a mirror up to her so that she can see just how strong she mm-hmm. really is to have survived this. Like I know we joke about, but did you die? She didn't fucking die. And a yeah. lot of people can. Yeah. Coming out of a scenario like that. Yeah. Um, and I really like the point when he was like, I love you. I don't want, you. I don't want you. But I, love, but I you. love you. And I uh, really loved that. And I think whew. she super, super needed to hear that. I don't think she's ever heard that in her entire life. Well, no, because she grew up with everyone telling her, well, the way you show your love for God is to have sex with me. Yeah. So men literally only want sex from her yeah. in her mind. Yeah. Um, and then so, she, so he ha- has her stand up on a chair and, you know, kind of feel out everybody in the room, like, everybody's crying and, you know, sending her love. Mm-hmm. And then he asks her to pick out three men that she f- really feels that she's receiving love from. She does. She she picks she picks an older gentleman. Yep. She picks an, a younger... So, I, she picks old uncle. Yep. She picks a uh, uh, young uncle. Yeah. And then she picks Uncle Dreadlock. Yeah. Um, I... This may be racist. I don't know. But I don't trust white people with dreadlocks. And I don't know if that's racist. And if it's racist, please let me know on Twitter. Okay. And I, I will apologize in the next episode. The only... I, I have one male friend with dreadlocks mm-hmm. that is white. Mm-hmm. And he is so super nice. Oh, yeah. So that's my I'm... only reference I have of physically knowing... A uh, white man with dreads. I've never known a white guy with dreads who's not super nice. Super I just nice. don't trust him. <laughs> I wouldn't want him to be as as Tony as Tony says. These three guys, they're gonna be your uncles. They don't want you, but they love you. Right, and this is where I went. <sighs> That's really moving in in the in the early stages of that idea. Do you know if these guys are psychos or not? Yeah, what kind of background checks does Tony Robbins Incorporated do? Right, I was like, seminars. I was like, does that five thousand dollar ticket price cover a background check? Because I mean, I'm kind he of... could potentially be setting her up with three psychopaths. I am tempted to say that yes, it does. Yes. Because in some of their red flag evaluation, yeah, yeah, yeah. special care reviews, like they have extensive lists of everyone. Yes. And I'm assuming in the sign up process, there is a like list your trauma bullshit section. Yeah. So I, I'm almost wondering if maybe they do a little background check on people. Like I wonder like if you've had a felony, can you come? Right. And if you can, what sort of felonies do you exclude? Like no pedos, no rapists. Yeah. That's right. All the other felonies I don't really care about. Come on Interesting in. things yeah. to think about. Yeah. Uh, like, and that's immediately where my mind went was like, he, cause he was like, you're going to be her uncles for the next 10 years. And I was like, what if they're all stalkers? Right? Dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it would be the young one. No. Well, he's a quiet one. He's like, know. I was picked. I've never been kissed. <laughs> <laughs> and I Oh. I hope not. I hope all of her uncles are taking just sweet, sweet care of her uh, throughout this process. Um, 
There's also celebrities going to this thing. Do you have a celebrity all counter? The, amongst all the common folk. Do you have a, I have a celebrity counter. Um, I got the Hoffs. Yeah? I got, uh, um... Maria Menounos. Maria Menounos. And, uh, who was the other, um... Uh, hold lady. On. Lady. Hold on. Okay, there's Julian Hoff, uh, Maria Menounos, uh... Wait, who else did I write down? Oh, my God. There was a lady. Derek Hoff. Oh, I must be missing somebody. I have four, though. We'll That's cut this only out. three. We'll cut this out. But I have four tick marks. Who else did I write down? Mm. We can cut all this looking up part out. I didn't write it down. Oh. Definitely. Shit. Well, that's going to bug me. Because, okay, because there was... I saw Julianne Hoff twice. Mm-hmm. And you only get a flash of Derek. And you get Maria Menounos. And then... It's like tip of my tongue. We'll cut all that out. Please do. No, I, I had a celebrity hunter. I counted four. Yes. Um, it was fun. Um, yeah. But I mean, honestly, how many people are common folk at a $5,000 ticket price? So moving on. <laughs> there is a certain level of privilege. Yes. And now we're going to move into day four relationship day, <sighs> AKA. <laughs> I did Can not. Can we skip relationship day? Um, Can we just skip it? We're gonna no. Just real quick, I want to mention Tammy and Lance. They're the fucking worst. I hate <laughs> her. Um, she has this whole spiel about her her vision for a relationship involves like celestial uh, celestial cosmic essences. Fuck all that. Tony Robbins gives the husband Lance, who is literally there next to her, listening to her talk about how she wants her cosmic essence all over the place. Uh, this lesson about uh, a lion that's raised by sheep. He just fucking retells the Lion King, but with, like, sheep and not not a meerkat and a warthog. Yeah. All right, day five. Um, and frankly, hold on. Day four. Day four back. Go ahead. Why didn't he go, you are making me sick? Like, she read this whole vomity 12th grade poetry reading crap and he was just like "Uh uh-huh 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 and then lance was like i just want to love my wife and i want to you know have starbucks this is bullshit you're making me sick man you're i i will say tony robbins seminar seems very heteronormative it seems very designed what for heterosexual couples um I mean, and I, I think we can all acknowledge, like, there yeah. are masculine and feminine energies in everyone. Yes. Uh, and everyone has that interplay between the two of them. And, mm-hmm. and relationships have the interplay between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But the way that he talks about relationships is very heteronormative. Yeah. Yeah. Day five? Day five. Day five. Uh, transformation day. Stay in your head. You're dead. I do agree with that cliche a lot. Um, I I know we've talked about his messages of living with intentionality and, and, and things like that. Like I have had to train myself that when the rat starts running in my head Mm -hmm. with the thoughts, I got to stop, stop it, stop. Mm -hmm. And then think about the thought that I had before that. And the thought that I had before that. And the thought that I had before that, that set the rat off running. Mm-hmm. And if you can stop the rat from running in your mm-hmm. head, like you can, you you are living you are living with intention. You are thinking with intention. 
And that's taken me years to get. And I will say that I am almost the opposite. <laughs> when there's a problem, Krishana's like, ooh, look, there, did you see there's chocolate over there? Let's go see the chocolate. <laughs> uh, I want to get away from it as fast as possible. Really? I'm running. Oh, I'm wow. running away. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't get away from me, feelings. <laughs> um, they're in. I mean, they're in there. Sure. But when they start going, hey, you want to talk about how you feel about that? I'm like, no, let's not. Oh, see, I have. So they're way down in there, and I got a whole lot of rage. Are you sure you weren't raised Catholic? <laughs> um, I no. have so many feelings of self hatred and self loathing. Definitely. And, like, if- I mean, me. Sorry, that sounded like I was like, yeah, you definitely well, do hate yourself. We, we all do. I think we all do. But, like, if if I let myself go, I will talk myself down a spiral where I am worse than, like, stepped on dog poop. Mm-hmm. And I have to stop myself. Because mm-hmm. I'm not that bad of a person. I'm fucked up. We're all fucked up, right? But, like, I'm not dog shit on the ground. I... I'm yeah. not dog shit on the ground. Like I am, Mm-mm. I am not that. I am, I am a person worthy of love and trust and respect. And I have to physically stop myself from thinking mm-hmm. sometimes. And I have to, I have to, yeah. I have to think intentionally. Oh yeah. Or else I, I just talk myself down. It's kind of like that thing, you know, uh, that social media is responsible for in a lot of ways is that like, oh, you know, I've got a one-year-old. And I'm seeing my friends with their one-year-old and their one-year-old's doing something that mine's not. Their one-year-old's already potty trained and reading essays. (gasps) What am I doing wrong? Is my kid a big dumb-dumb? Am I a dumb-dumb? Oh, my God. And then, like, two days later, your kid's like, oh, yeah, I can do calculus now. And you're like, (laughs) all right. You know? (laughs) Well, I can't do calculus. (laughs) It's that that thing of, like, oh, look at my Susie homemaker. Look at all these things you did. And you're like, oh, my house isn't clean. You know, it, it, this it's, is why yeah. I stop you every time you bring up that bullshit about not liking your body. I stop you because I don't want you going down these fucking spirals. Y'all, we're getting real in the closet tonight. We just got real because every- I am a can of busted biscuits. Can we just move on from it? I want to eat some chocolate. I have feelings and I don't want to talk about them. You pretty today, I don't want you to talk yourself down. I'm not saying you have to talk yourself up every day, but I don't want you to beat yourself up because you are a beautiful person worthy of love and respect. <sighs> Damn, girl, you're making me feel so good. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hold on, I got a seal clap. And day six. Yeah. <laughs> yep. God, we're I don't done. even know what we just talked about for day five. <laughs> But I feel a whole lot better about myself. Uh, honestly, in the documentary day five, they just make some posters. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. Day six is integration day. We're meant to grow, so we have something to give. Again, something that I agree with mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I have spent the majority of my 30s learning new tasks and tricks and weird shit. Yeah, you have. Just so I progress forward. Mm-hmm. So that I do have mental energy and physical energy to give to my loved ones. That's why I do that 
freaking silly circus class on the weekends now is so that I do have an increase in energy level and I can go play with my kid and I I do give back to my family now. Damn it, circus class. <laughs> Just really. <laughs> um. So they do things and they, they're yelling really powerful to each other and ah! and the end. I mean, basically, the the wind the winding down process for the seminar is a lot of, uh, you know, uh, centered consciousness, breathing techniques, attitudes of gratitude, all, all, all good normal shit. crap. Like I was it's pointing that out to the hubs. I was like, see this breathing thing because they did the thing. You know, of course they set the mood. You know, it's dimly lit, beautiful imagery on the screen. Um, Relaxing got, music. Oh, just beautiful, and they, everybody's got their eyes closed and they're doing the. <laughs> That is a classic breathing technique that, I mean, all that stuff. And you see him doing different meditations and exercises and all that stuff throughout this too. And I love that he has tiny trampolines everywhere. Yes. Um, He's got to keep that heart rate up. I would like somebody to keep tiny trampolines on hand for me just in <laughs> case I feel like a quick bounce. I feel like if at work. If you put tape around it to show workplace organization, like they'd let you have a trampoline. Yeah, if I just labeled it. Yeah. Trampoline. Trampoline. <laughs> they Self- can't do anything about it. Self-help trampoline. Outline it with yellow tape. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. It's it's, it's WPO now. You're fine. <laughs> um. So, uh, Dawn, um, a got uh roughly about a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, and money um, from people within within the seminar um, to help her. Tony himself said, "You know what? I see that you're a lot like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who's the bomb diggity. I'm gonna teach you how to be me, but not me. It's still you, right? But doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you to get training to do these techniques." Um, so Dawn is working on her first book, uh, uh, basically about her story. Um, she is, uh, dedicated to life now and, um, empowering young women, um, who have gone through traumatic events. Um, which thank you. We need that. Thank you. Yeah. More of that, please. Hallie Haley, uh, Got back together with her boyfriend that she broke up with in the seminar. Shocker. So she did not listen. She basically took a raging dump on $5,000. Yeah. And then smeared it all over her boyfriend's face. Yep. 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 Maybe there was a hammock involved. I'm not sure. No. No fucking hammock. Uh, and Sienna, our 19-year-old. Oh, that um, was really sweet. Yeah. A little, little kick in the old booty hole. Um, she had a really great, um, bonding experience with her father because of this. They mended their relationship, but sadly six months after, um, he passed away. Um, and she said she was grateful for the time and the, you know, basically that she got to do that before he died. Um, Uh, vomity and vomiter, uh, they made a baby. Oh God. Tammy, like in the documentary, like I'm pretty sure they tried BDSM for the first time. The, I don't know the night what kind of tantric loving they had, uh, but the, I'm sure the people in the hotel rooms next to them keep it down were annoyed. God, uh, slings and arrows everywhere. Um, yeah, no, they had a baby. 
It's great. Um, I'd say overall this documentary reminds me of a, more of a sports documentary yeah. and less of like a, a guru documentary yeah. or anything like that because like you you have a lot of play by play actions on this seminar. Yeah. It's definitely a fluff piece. Of course. There's no bad thing ever said about Tony. And I don't remember what year this happened, but I'm pretty sure somebody died at his, one of his seminars. Uh, are you sure you're not mixing up another guru type? I don't because there know that for Because there is sure. the other doc that we were talking about that I want to do. Blah, 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 blah. Not sure. Um, Let's look that up. We will. Well, my, my thing that I was like at the end of it, I wanted to be like, I want to hear what this director of the documentary thought about Tony before versus after like oh yeah did he not like him or was it did like he get sucked in like right yeah. yeah like what were his thoughts before yeah. and after and all that stuff I just I feel I don't really feel like there was much objectivity about the seminar I yeah. feel like it was literally just look how great Tony is and look how great these people are yeah. for changing themselves and don't you feel great now I mean I'll say a little bit of the questioning with Tony like there was a little bit of like trying to push a little but I I wonder if some of it too was when were they going to because I mean literally he was doing that for 12 hours a day yeah. and but... maybe he just didn't give them access to a lot of downtime. There's, there's a lot of group work that goes on. and Like, you're yeah. not with Tony Robbins for 12 hours. You're with him a lot. He right. speaks a lot during the day. But there's a lot of group work that goes on during mm-hmm. the day. I bet you probably spend eight hours a day in the group. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's time. Well, I mean, because you definitely see him leaving and coming back yeah. and leaving and coming back. I wouldn't mind working for somebody like that. I mean, that, really? like... I told Kai, I was like, I know this is weird, but like, do you see all these, like all these production people and they're like, Mm -hmm. they're organizing this event and they're doing this and they're like messaging. And I'm like, I like that kind of chaos. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Like that's why doing the volunteer work that I was doing, um, and putting on the events, like, even though I was like, Oh, I'm really frustrated. I'm like, but but I like this frustration. When it comes together. Yeah. Because I like going, Oh, we did a good job. You know, like it'll happen. That's why I like baking. It's organized no. chaos until no. it comes out of the oven. Nope, I hate baking. <laughs> I like to eat it. Yeah. Uh, anywho. I mean, I, I personally would skip this documentary, but that's just me. I mean, if you're, hey, if you don't have five thousand dollars lying around, sure, give it a quick check out to get a little tip here see, or there. If maybe you want to sell some plasma to save some money to go see Tony Robbins. Excellent idea, Emily. No, you're selling oh. your plasma to get your tattoo. Focus. One goal Do you know at a time. you know people laugh at me when I say that? Why? I was like, why? You're going to make more. I'm doing good yeah. for somebody else, yeah. or they're using me to help create some weird genetic hybrid robot that will eventually come and kill me. I mean, if you're watching American Horror Story Apocalypse at all this season, you'll be happy bro. you're giving plasma. Bro, 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 bro. Well, maybe... I don't think anybody's going to come knocking on my door and be like, you have superb genetics. Krishana, you are worthy of surviving the apocalypse. My genetics are worth saving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Alrighty, right. Hey, have you guys seen a documentary that you like? Um, We've watched a lot of them, but there's still so many more. They keep making them. Haven't we talked about everything yet? Apparently not. Next is going to be tube socks. (laughs) Are they really tubes? 
I could actually see a really good documentary involving like terror fours because like all of our mm. tube socks are made in China now. Like I could see some good shit coming out of a tube sock documentary. Oh my socks! And then you could have like the the major battle between tube socks and no show socks. Like I mean, what sells better? Who would win? Right. Exactly. Because tube socks, obviously, because they could tie themselves in knots around the no shows. Duh. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, tube socks. You've got a lot more to work with. If yeah. you ever need to climb out of your second story window because of a fire. Tie your tube socks together. Yeah, I can't you're not my, doing it with the no-shows. I can't tie my no-shows together. No. Yeah. And and, and, and no-shows, great. Everybody can see your ankles, which for some people. Means you're a fucking whore. If this was the 16th century. Um. Okay. <laughs> some of us like are like, my ankles are pretty decent. I have all right wrists and i have some all right ankles let's show these bad boys off to the world 16th century harlot krishana (laughs) knock it off cover yourself up jeez but the no shows you run the risk of them slipping down Mm. under your heel and then you're like mother trucker they bunch up by the toes yeah you're gonna get the no skid rubber marks on there also side note cut it out or not don't care anymore because you don't listen to me what if I say don't cut it out? Will you cut it out? I don't know. Gonna, we'll find out. It's going to depend on how funny you are in this next sentence. <laughs> no pressure or anything. It's over. I'm done. Tune in next week to find out what I may or may not say. <laughs> Follow us on all the stupid things making you feel inadequate, yep. hating yourself, uh, and then we're done. Uh, before I forget. Yeah. Real quick shout out yeah, yeah. to uh, listener Darren. He had a super major medical scare back in April and has kind of been like radio silence then, since then. But he's back in action and Yay. he wrote to let us know that while he was in recovery, he basically listened to us every day. And that... And we he, made him better? Basically. We're like, Jesus? No. We're healing people! You are healed and you're welcome! Send me all your money. I need a mansion. I mean, a temple for worshiping purposes. When we start our cult, yes. <laughs> hey, happier feeling better. Yep. Bye. Bye.